Welcome to the Arrest or Mimics podcast with your host Ben Talon. Hello and welcome to Arrest or Mimics. My name is Ben Talon. I am your host. This is the Original Thinking and Creative Innovation podcast. How is everyone? Hope you're all good. Hope you're all uh, keeping warm and getting ready for the Christmas season. It's almost on us. It's right there, right around the corner. It's in touching distance and I hope the wind down's not been too drastic starting too early. The weather is queries gone quiet when everyone goes away for Christmas and geeky keepsakes that you can't just let go of. I hope you're good. I hope you're all travelling back safely for Christmas when the time comes, avoiding all the Southern Rail nastiness, uh, all the commuting bollocks that we've all had to deal with in London for the last however long. Uh, I live in Crystal Palace, so I've been... Not too bad because I'm freelance and I can kind of pick and choose my journeys, but the the nightmare that is Southern Rail at the moment, or as some people very fondly like to describe them, Southern Fail, uh, I don't know what's going on, I've lost all sight of it, um, it's just cancellations left, right and centre, but we won't go on about that, I hope you just don't get affected by it for Christmas. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I start my body starts going into um, melt not meltdown, but sort of wind down well early in the year, too early. Start of December, I start thinking, oh God, Christmas is almost here. And I don't know how you've all found it. I just wrote a piece for one of my lovely sponsors, Printed.com, about um, dealing with that Christmas period as a freelancer because it's, it can be pretty destructive. Uh, it can be really good. It can be whatever you make of it, really, but it's... I found December always goes one way or the other. It seems to be that you're in the conversation and you're rammed right up until the last possible day and usually picking up very soon into January with projects in 2017 in this case. But other times, which seems to be the way that it's gone for me, is this time you're not in the conversation and you have a bit of a barren month, which with two weeks off over Christmas until people come back can be pretty bad because you end up being five, six weeks sometimes without work. So cash flow tends to go down the toilet at that time of the year, especially with the big bad tax bill due in January. But anyway, I hope you've all found it all right. I hope you enjoyed episode 50 last week. Thanks, as I said before, for everyone getting me that far. Uh, Malika Favre, did you enjoy her? I hope you liked the show. Uh, It was an honour to have her on. She's an amazing illustrator, award-winning with good reason. She does fantastic, very graphic, vector-based stuff, but it's so succinctly drawn and painstakingly detailed at times, as she told us. So go back and check that out if you haven't listened to it, and do refresh yourself. There's going to be a one-week break, one week break next week uh, over Christmas. There's no point coming in on the 27th for doing this. I think everyone's going to be off enjoying family and doing whatever. So apologies for that. We're going to be a one-week without the show, and then back into things January 3rd, kick, picking up where we left off. Loads of new guests lined up for January. I've been hammering the interviews recently, some really fascinating ones going to have a a mental health and creativity special episode coming up picking up from an old campaign i did on behalf of calm campaign on the campaign against living miserably a few years back exploring the emotional benefits of creative expression self-expression so got that one to look forward to that's going to be good uh, so thanks to everyone who's tuned in and supported the show for 2016. It's been a, a real foundation building year. Obviously, I started this thing in September last year in 2015 and I was finding my feet. I was finding my way. A few of the earlier episodes, I felt a little wooden. That being said, listening back, they're not that bad. Um, started off all right, started comfortable with a really close mate, Danny Ellison, so that wasn't too bad. But a huge thank you, especially to my sponsors. So Illustration Limited helped me get the show off the ground, and they've been there all year doing their thing, sharing every post, putting it out in their inspiring projects newsletter every week, getting us some huge traction for the show. So thanks to those guys. Do go and check them out. They represent over 200 brilliant artists, animators, illustrators, set designers, live art specialists, fashion illustrators, you name it. They've got a real broad range of talent going on. And a lovely new website, so go and check that out. Go and look at the news section and go check out the blog. They're doing loads of cool stuff, lots of cool initiatives, charity stuff, a One Million Trees project. Go and read about that on the website. Planting trees for... The greater good of the environment, so that's all cool stuff, so a huge thank you to those guys. Do go and check them out at illustrationweb.com. 
I keep meaning to catch up with several more of their artists to bring them to the show. Um, we're going to peg that down sooner rather than later. I know Duncan Beattie is preparing to release his second children's book, uh, The Lumberjack's Beard, to follow on part two of his trilogy of books, the first one being The Bear Who Stared, which we covered way back. Uh, I can't remember the number of the episode, but if you go and have a look, it's a fantastic oversight for anyone who's thinking about doing a children's book. So go and check that out. And thanks again to illustrationweb.com. Heartinternet.co.uk came along next. They've done a superb job too. I had Nick Leach in the studio to talk about all the things they do and what makes for a strong web presence. Uh, They do hosting, they do SEO tools. They're really good guys, uh, really customer friendly and do a lot of cool work and stuff that we all need. You know, all the SEO stuff is a big deal. It's, It's how you're represented on the internet where your kind of home for your business, your website is. So go and have a look at that and go back and listen to the episode with Nick Lynch. Um, they're over at heartinternet.co.uk. Um, thought I'd touch on for the tip this week, uh, Lauren Goodland, who is my guest today. She's brilliant on social media. Um, she, we've been in conversation there for ages. We became friends because Lauren was a student um, and got in touch with some advice and we've become mates since. She came to my book launch. But Lauren's fantastic and she really lends her voice well to social media and she's got this uh, alter ego called Dark Features we'll talk, talk about in a little while. And she just uses it really well. She's always referencing pop culture. She feeds her work really seamlessly into that. So it's a real nice blend and a really good balance of how to use an account. So she's worth checking out on that basis. And that's courtesy of heartinternet.co.uk. Last but very not least, most recent sponsor, printed.com, who have come in strong this year really helped me out in a big way they've been wonderful i'm now writing a couple of columns a month freelance advice with those guys so go and read those on their news blog uh they cover loads of cool projects and they just really support this show in a big big way uh they also of course do over 90 different products they've got loads of finishes loads of print styles great customer service which is why i wanted to get them on board because i really believe in the service they're doing Great recycled stock for anyone who sort of more environmentally conscious uh, like I am. And it's actually a great finish. I've got both my promo booklet and my printed flyers for this show done uh, using that stock. So I I highly recommend it. And they're a great company to work with. Um, Speaking of that, the reason I wanted to talk to Lauren Goodland today is about her amazing um, greetings cards designs. So she's done a lot of general ones that don't fit a specific occasion, but they've very much referenced pop culture and lots of kind of awesome, uh, just just funny, great sense of humour, little just little observational things going on in there, and they really fit her style, because we'll talk about that coming up soon with Lauren. Um, but she uses printed.com to get those cards done. I, th- I believe she came across them through this show and she's used them regularly ever since. And the demand for those cards has been really, really strong. Lauren's been selling well in lots of different shops. Uh, it's no surprise to me and it's why I wanted to talk to her at such a, uh, a sort of quick stage after graduation. So thanks to printed.com for that and providing such lovely stuff through Lauren's work. Um, but yeah, a little more about Lauren. So we became mates through, she followed my work as a student and got in touch with my advice. And in the end, I was so kind of grateful that she would give me such a compliment that I invited her along to my book launch, which is where we first met. And we've become friends ever since. So I headed over to Newport in Wales, where she's based. And she's working there as a designer at the moment with Parade Design do some really cool stuff and she's really enjoying that but outside of that she's still doing really cool personal projects and still doing her thing which I'm absolutely delighted to see as a huge huge fan of it and she's done this hilarious range of greetings cards uh, we're going to talk through all those a little later on but um, one of them for example says congratulations you've been chosen for my zombie apocalypse team and for anyone who watches The Walking Dead or gets into their sci-fi stuff that'll give them a huge belly laugh and I'm sure it's the kind of thing you'll pick up and give to a friend maybe not even for an occasion i mean they're fit birthdays whatever you can tailor it to your own service uh, your own needs sorry but i just think they're very very funny and she's done a, a range of christmas cards which we're going to talk about soon which play more on the kind of idea that everyone's a little skin and there's the pressure to go and buy loads of stuff uh and it's very very good so we're going to talk about that in depth um so do go and check out her work get us your thoughts on malika's show last week the 50th episode want to know what you think of lauren today um, you can hit us up as ever on the Twitter at Arrest All Mimics, or you can hit me up personally at Ben Talon. Uh, and keep in touch, go and support the sponsors Illustration Limited, uh, Printed.com, and Heart Internet. Awesome guys, doing great things. Got me through this year. It's why I'm doing it weekly now for free. So 
go and spread the love. Go check out those sponsors. Drop me a review on iTunes, please, if you get a moment. It's a really big help. And spread just spread the word. Let people know that we're creating this archive of inspiring storytelling from creative individuals and companies. And I hope you keep enjoying it. So follow me into 2017. Thank you so much for your support in 2016. And without further ado, I'm going to get you to my conversation with Lauren Goodland. Right, so I, I, I figured we should start with breaking down dark features your name (laughs) (laughs) which you're not actually going under now are you but like not as official as it once was i think i'm i think i might yeah are you gonna keep keep going it possibly because my my logo at the moment is just lauren goodland but i'm thinking it kind of like it should be dark features now um to match like my twitter and everything oh i hope that this this girl isn't gonna watch it because i'm not friends with her now but um in school I was like quite nerdy, like dorky, and I liked, I was passionate about graphic design, and um, so she gave me the nickname of Dork Features, and I just liked it because I thought it was quirky. <laughs> I think it's brilliant, it just, it makes you laugh out loud when you see it, it's as simple as that. Like. Yeah, it's just weird, isn't it? Um, and then I just used it for like all my embarrass, like my MySpace, all my embarrassing profiles that no longer exist <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what a mate recently was really good with his tech stuff he went and somehow excavated this old do you remember GeoCities the platform it was like Yahoo Absolutely. it was like a sister site of Yahoo and it was like the free website builder of like 2001 yeah. basically and I did this night like basically a website website about our nights out and I would post all the embarrassing <laughs> photos there and turn them into like really bad Photoshop posters that I was doing when I was first learning <laughs> Photoshop at college and my mate was so annoyed that it had gone and he, that he, like, got some sort of program and he pretty much excavated it from, like, the dark internet or whatever and just and he managed to get, like, three quarters of it back, all yeah. these photos and these little, like, reviews I'd do of nights out and stuff and, like, oh congratulating people on how drunk they got and stuff like that. <laughs> Shocking looking back, but, um, yeah, I went off of the one there. But I was just thinking of MySpace and all these, like, former platforms. Although it's still going, isn't it? MySpace yeah, is not, still... Yeah, not very well, I don't think. I think they tried doing yeah. a bit of a reboot recently, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know how well it works. I literally think MySpace like, helped me learn HTML a little bit. Really? Yeah, I think, because I was doing that from a young age. I, I'm not like I'm not like pro at HTML, but I have like a little grasp of it because of MySpace. <laughs> did you did you like customise your profile yeah. and stuff? Yeah, yes. Because you had to have a bit more <laughs> a bit more tech than you to do that. Yeah, and on Bebo, I don't know if you remember that, but I used Bebo, to have... that was one. That was like the mini disc player. It never yeah. really got out of the traps, did it? Um, I used to have like a company kind of thing. I didn't make money from it, so it probably wasn't a company. Um, but I was, this was before I knew I liked design and I would design people like skins they were called to put on their Bebo page and yeah. I'd get requests from like random people and stuff. Really? Yeah. So you like used to pimp people's Bebo's? Yeah, That's it amazing. was called um, Sunshine Skins. So- <laughs> Oh, that's like a that's a geek claim to fame, isn't it? Yeah. That's like that's worthy of the name Dark Features. That yeah. that's brilliant. brilliant. <laughs> but right, so has do you think that's influenced? Like, do you think that whole thing that the Dark Features thing and actually playing up to that, not playing up to it, but being that mm-hmm. because it's I guess you. Do you think that's like influenced your style of work? Because as as a as an outsider who's looking in on your work, I think it has. I think because it's like maybe a quirkyish name, it's helped me like. Um, and people like like it online and stuff. It's it's like giving me the confidence that I can be honest and stuff with my yeah. work, which is what I like to do with my cards and things. So I think it's helped in that way. It's, it's a really nice personalisation, isn't it? As well, it's yeah. like I've mentioned you to a few people recently about your know, cards and stuff, and um, and they've gone. You can see them thinking when I say your name, and then they've gone. He's like, Hang on, is that daughter? And I'm like, yeah, daughter. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't know her stuff. Like, she's pretty funny. Like, everyone's like, oh, she's pretty funny online. Which you, I think, I think you've got a really good handle on social media. Maybe I should change my name to Dork Features. Thought by default. That'd be so funny, wouldn't it? Imagine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, oh, that'd be amazing. So, have you always been pretty, um, pretty creative, like growing up and stuff? Like, no, it's quite weird. I would say like no, but mm. you'd think like. I've done a creative degree, I should have had like the most creative childhood, but I'm not really that good at drawing, I don't think. Um, like I just, I don't know how I got into it, I wasn't really ever that good at art, like I got a C in GCSE. Me too. Um, and, but I really liked it, but in art in GCSE I was like doing all this graphic designy stuff and my teacher was like, that's not like art, that's graphic design, and I was like, oh okay. Well, that's um, cool, but, but, but I mean... 
drawing aside, because I don't think you have to be able to draw to be creative. It's like, I think, do you think you were, your sort of personality was more creative? I think so, yeah. you know, did you think... appreciate stuff that not everyone else laughed at? I, I certainly did. Yeah, and I've got a lot of stuff like in my head all the time, like ideas. I think make me mm. like that's just where the way I you get see the world. From, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, even just the way, I mean, like I mentioned the other day, you were tweeting about like Negan on the Walking Dead yeah. and stuff like that. It's like. I know you enough now to know that that's very you and that's very honest and yeah. I think like but it's that's not something I think some people it's good to cut to move that away from their work if you know what I mean yeah. their business it doesn't work for everyone but I certainly think for you it's like it's one and the same Yeah. and I think part of the reason people probably buy into your, your style of working particularly in these cards that we'll talk about in a bit is probably a part of that you know people like yeah, that it's, and honest, it's, it's yeah. personable and quite honest Yeah. I did try once to um to separate my my Twitter, I had a separate design Twitter and a separate Facebook Twitter, no, not Twitter, a separate Facebook page. But I just it was too forced, like posting on it, and it mm. didn't seem like natural. Uh, that's the thing in it. I think why should you sometimes if 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 it's working for you, there's no point in trying to push that away. Yeah. And it, and you don't always. It takes a bit of confidence, I suppose, to appreciate that and actually run with it. But like when it's like when I first started ranting on the blog that eventually became the book, it was like. I had to make a decision of, do I keep some form of mystique and be an artist yeah. and, and like, or am I really going to start talking about reduced shelves and things like that, <laughs> which is, is, I decided to go fully for that. And it's worked for me because it's now led to this show and it's worked. And people like, people know that I have an opinion on things and they know yeah. that I'll, I'll work to try and put that out there, which is nice for me. But, but then it, it kind of means that short of setting up some kind of pseudonym, I can never really go back and, ret- and buy back that. Banksy kind of aura mm. of who is it? What's he doing? Like, yeah. <laughs> I know? think the world is like. I think it's changed quite a lot because companies used to be afraid to have a personality, and I think now like companies are looking for personalities. That's a really good point. I think, and like the way you've got Twitter for each company, and they need to be there in like a second to reply. <sighs> I think it's a lot more personal now. That's a good point. I've never been a freelancer and knowing a lot of individuals. I've never truly looked at that, but I often look at things like some agencies and companies that, that like you say, now you, you kind of have to have a social presence, yeah. but you can tell it's very unnatural. It's like yeah. there's no real soul behind it. It's these kind of series of generic promotions and things. And people rarely connect with that unless you're looking for what they're offering. It's yeah. like you don't really go for that. So I think that's why there are jobs for social media. I think Aldi People. and Lizard are quite a good example. Of that. They're really like funny on the adverts. Did you see the Stone Roses one with Aldi? I don't it's know. Absolute genius. You know, like well, you know, the Stone Roses like the first iconic debut album is like the it's just a lemon, the front cover. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's yeah. like and that became their thing. It's always like been associated with the band. So when they recently announced some more gigs, big gigs at like it was at the Etihad Stadium, that was it. Basically, all over Manchester, they kind of fly posted all these just lemons on white background everywhere, and every Roses fan was like, "Oh, what's, something's happening! Like, what is, it? is it a new album? Is it a new gig?" And it created a real buzz around town, and to the point where my brother went on his lunch break to the local news agents, and, and the guy didn't really know what it was. It just said, "Yeah, put them up in the window." My brother gave him a quid for one of the A4 print ones, oh just God. to say he had one on the day. He's like, "That's a geek for it." Did he think it was Stone Roses as well? He, he knew it. He was not getting around it. It was like the Stone Roses lemon, but but the guy in the news agent was a bit like, "Which is some PR thing." Like, yeah, I'll sell you one for a quiz. Like, <laughs> he made a quick quid. My brother got an official like little thing, but then the, I think it was either later that next day or the next morning, uh, Aldi just had massive poster, white background, lemon cut in half, <laughs> and it just said twenty nine p. And I was and, and it went viral. Like people on LinkedIn going, "This is like." This is why we all need the freedom to do like responsive marketing and things like yeah. that. And it's like it's a really good point. But it's so simple. Yeah, well. because if you are working in a company where you have to square it away through ten people mm. and wait, you know, a month to get clearance from America or whatever, you're just going to miss the boat. And you and it, yeah. it takes away the freedom to jump on quite topical things and like use that, which yeah. is I think a benefit we have as individuals, like on Twitter and things. We can just respond to like last night's TV or. Or whatever it is. Hermes. Hey. Hermes delivery. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, so like, tell us about how you've been tweeting. You've been having what is it? Parcel difficulties. Yeah, I have parcel difficulties like all the time, and that's that's <laughs> where I let my rage on Twitter. <laughs> Keyboard warrior. I've done that. I've called out train. I've called out Virgin trains before now. Like, 
uh, National Rail have had it. Southern Rail have been getting <laughs> it recently because they've been appalling. I've been like, people have been put using like hashtag Southern Fail. Oh my god! I need to do a t-shirt design and like get on <laughs> and like travel on the trains and see if anyone will like call me out on it. Any of the conductors be like, get off. Oh. <laughs> but the, the way the companies like reply is so positive with like emojis, it's just more annoying then, isn't it? Like, yeah. Like, don't be so nice. <laughs> oh yeah, God, yeah, yeah. It, actually, it's one of the best ways to rail someone is like, a, like a sarcastic emoji, like yeah. a little wink when someone's really angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, not to go off on tangents. So, so you just graduated, yeah? Like, like earlier this year. Um. Yeah. In May, I graduated. Yeah. So you're in the yeah. new, you're in like the nuclear fallout of of yeah the education weird phase of like. In between a midlife crisis, but not quite a <laughs> <laughs> Quarter life crisis. Yeah. So you have. So how is it? I mean, you're working full time in design, though. Yeah. Which is cool. It's really busy. Um, like it's harder to do. I say I'm going to do all these things, like all these little projects, and they just. I don't have enough time to do them. Like I think when you're working full time, you can only really have like two extra projects before it becomes like too much, and you can't really give enough time to them. Um, it's true though I, I find the same thing around commissions it's like mm. I struggle to juggle more than two it's the same yeah. thing um, two of my genuine heartfelt just for me projects yeah but you are doing that right because I mean you've got the cards going on yeah the cards is like one and then I've got a lot of ideas in my head it's just like executing them really. yeah um, but it does take time as well and I think you're in a really cool position have a well, a well earned position having gone straight into a full time design role yeah. which is cool because I guess not everyone will, so mm. it's like it's nice to to sort of be ahead of the game doing that. But then, I mean, do you still do you find it hard to kind of after work to carry on doing creative work hard? Or um, sometimes, like sometimes I'll come home from work and I'll just be like, right, I just need to watch TV, mm. like binge watch Game of Thrones or something. But then other days I'll be like, right, I'm going to get all my stuff out. I'll make a mess and like the hey, Josh comes home from work and he's like, what the hell has gone on? Like, <laughs> stuff everywhere because like when I am creative I like go full in like creative I don't yeah. stop yeah um and then like to the point where I hate going to bed because I'm like I don't want to waste this yeah like, when you're on when you when you're on a run it's like yeah. you don't want to end it here that's the thing but sometimes it's really difficult just to, to yeah. find the inspiration but then it, I think it always will be it's like the the some days when I come home at like I'll leave at half three or something I get in quite early I get in the yeah. studio usually about half eight but then I'll, I'll sometimes leave about half three and I think I'll go. I'll go home and do another couple of hours, and then by the time I get home, I'm like, mm. no, it's not. Happening. <laughs> you can't. The thing is, you can't switch it on and off. It's yeah. like it's passion and inspiration, and you can't just turn it on and off. It's not. It's not that simple. I like deadlines. I, even in work, I love deadlines. Mm. I think there's no better way to to push work out than like when you're last minute under pressure. So it's true, I really actually. Like it yeah, this is why I like at the moment. I'm in a bit of a change period where I'm going from what was primarily primarily editorial illustration work to now a really broad range of projects, which means that there's all kinds of different deadlines. Some of them over months, mm-hmm. some of them take ages to get off the ground, throwing advertising and stuff. Whereas once upon a time, it was just intense. It'd be like three hours turnaround and onto the next crazy deadline, and just but that was cool because it's like bang 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 yeah. like money in the bank it gets a bit boring sometimes when you've got a project going on for so long you just want to finish it sometimes yeah and you yeah. can lose it doesn't matter how good it is you can lose a love of it if it's dragged out too long sometimes yeah. there's a certain time when it, you know, you've got to be feeling it yeah. so it's what so, so how did the cards come about because I mean so you've got a series of greetings cards yeah what is, is that something you've is um, it just something you wanted to do it's something I've always wanted to do because I always had these ideas in my head but like not um I think it was about a year ago that I posted like um I won like a competition only like in Newport um to get like I think it was like 30 cards printed for free with my design on um and that was just like sorry you're feeling pants and then just pants and it was like the start (laughs) it's rubbish now I look back but it was the start of like I think a style and like a tongue-in-cheek kind of like approach to it um so that like helped me a lot to like get the ball rolling and things and then I just came home one night and I just knocked out these like five designs I don't know where they came from yeah um so I think the first ones were like the I love your prickly legs one (laughs) (laughs) which is like an homage to um when women can't bother to shave their legs (laughs) I was gonna say I bet um 
on the surface, you think that's probably something that a woman would give to a man, but I bet there's more blokes do it yeah. tongue in cheek to piss yeah, off I their missus. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to push I that. I could definitely get away with that, Lou Laura, and I'd be quite justified yeah. at times. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like my cards, I think they're quite random. But I don't think it, I don't think cards have to have certain like categories anymore. I think people no. people will just give a random card. Yeah. someone's birthday it doesn't have to say just happy birthday on well that, I think it's the way forward isn't it the blank card yeah. it's like because then also you free yourself up for which is whimsical if, if someone's feeling like they want to make their friend laugh or yeah. partner or whatever you can just go oh, that's funny I'll send yeah. that and it'll cheer them up it's nice which is cool yeah I am thinking of like pushing like finding a line of a boundary I can push as, as to like what humour I can do at the moment I think there's there's a definitely capacity for being really edgy with it. Yeah. We were saying earlier like about um, occasions that you probably really shouldn't card or you can't yeah. currently get cards for. So I don't know, like the, maybe someone's eloped or whatever, or yeah. like I don't know what to tell us about some of the ideas. Um, well, I was thinking of the shotgun wedding cards for when people like get married because they feel pressured or they've just maybe had a baby. Which does happen. It happens often. <laughs> it's so true. That's what's great about these things. If it's true, even if it's edgy, there's no escaping the fact that it works. Yeah. And I'd also, I'd, this is really risky and I don't know how I'd go about it, but I'd love to do a range of sympathy cards because I think it's a touchy subject, but I think sympathy cards, they're all the same. And there are some people, um, Josh's family, they're different around that subject. Like there's some people that look differently at death and they can laugh about it a little bit mm. not that I want to make people laugh about it but no but I think you're right I, th- I agree um, I have quite a dark sense of humour increasingly it's like there's very there's definitely extremes of it with certain mates you know yeah. it's like but you've got to be careful <laughs> oh you do have to be careful yeah some of the in jokes if I started putting some of that stuff out there as projects yeah. I'd be like quite quickly the bad guy but I mean none of it's so extreme but there's definitely that stuff that you laugh about, but there are certainly things within that that probably sit just nicely yeah. on not quite too much, yeah. but they're going to stand out, you know? Yeah. That's, that's the dream. I know recently I thought that was quite good that um, there was people were fed up when they had cancer of having like being pitied and having these cards that were like really boring, so people made like more humorous ones, and they, mm. went, they went really well um, and thoughtful. Um, the website I sell my cards on, I think they're selling like, cancer related ones as well and it's just it's just nice to not pity someone I think people don't that's want nice. pity that's nice I like that that's a really nice angle actually because again it's like it's it's a, a horrible thing for anyone to suffer but everyone's going to deal with it in a different way yeah. according to personality some will, some will come at it head on and be really kind of like others it might break but but then it's nice if you've got like you say if you've got something other than just a generic it breaks the awkwardness thing. as well yeah, and let's face it it's not a generic thing so yeah. why have a generic card to, like, yeah. to just pussyfoot around the matter you know mm. actually I was listening to um, it was one of the Ricky Gervais podcasts and he was talking about when he lost his mum and he said um, he went to like the funeral director to sort out like whatever the headstone and stuff and he said yeah. it's one of those areas where they're trained just to absolutely never must never laugh in any, in any <laughs> scenario so he found it like a little challenge to try and like lighten the mood and make them laugh and I think he said he's called Eve or something or Eve or, um, and anyway he said like he like, oh he said so is it priced per letter and they were like yeah you know like, all like whispering and like oh I must, must not go above <laughs> a certain tone of voice and said to him um Oh, it's yeah, it's charged per letter. So he went. Oh, we uh, we just used to shorten it to Eve. Uh, you know how much would that cost? Kind of thing. He said nothing. Not not a smirk from the guy. And he was like, I'm, I'm going to keep going. So he was like, actually, most people it was just E. <laughs> oh and then God. he was like, nothing. Tough crowd. <laughs> wow, that's See, like comedians can get away with like riskiness, can't they? Definitely. Yeah. Especially but, Jimmy Carr. I think. God, yeah. I mean. Frankie Boyle, that's he goes. He just goes full on, doesn't he? But, yeah. but, the, but actually, this is really funny because I was I was chatting to Ian Stone, who's a comedian. I, I when I did the Express campaign about like mental health and creativity, and he was quite. There were bits that I had to edit out of that. He was quite edgy, but but really good. And I'm going to try and get him back for an episode on humour within creativity, yeah. like more what we do, because I think there is a growing amount of people doing what you're like what yeah. you're doing in terms of channeling a very personal sense of humour and, and a more of a refined angle through their work. And I think more designers are starting to function with a real comedy aspect, which is yeah, really um, fun. Some of the stuff I love is like yeah. David Trigley and things like that, you know? It's yeah, just... I bought some of his stuff from Tiger, actually. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> but I've got a pencil in work and it says, um, 
I think it says illiteracy is okay. And I'm always really conscious when I'm using it in front of clients. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Brilliant. But you have got a really good, you know, offbeat sense of humour as of, as of I. And I think it's for me, it's certainly been. Um, I mean, I've been going a little longer now than you. I've been going eight years, but mm-hmm. so like, but for me, looking back, it's been a really pivotal thing in, in getting my style recognised. Yeah. Is some of the humour and some of the weirder stuff that I've done, like the versus series with like Mike Tyson versus Maggie Thatcher on a boxing poster and things <laughs> like that. It's like, where does that even come from? But often people don't care because it makes them laugh. And like that weird medical illustration story. Was it? Oh God! Well, the first job that yeah, I ever did, and it was like a bloody HR guy gets <laughs> image, like an arm coming out of the mouth, dropping coins to like a doctor for a nursing magazine, like a social <laughs> enterprise, completely off the wall. But yeah, that was just the art directors loved it and said do that, and then the client freaked when they saw it. <laughs> but yeah, but the, but then you seem to be on a really good track of doing that, and I think like your branding as well. It's. Mm-hmm. I think your website's really nice, and I think your brand yeah. carries the, the same message as all your stuff. You seem to have something going on that's quite strong. It does need some work. I think with your personal brand, you're never like fully happy with it. That's true. I just haven't had time really to put. That's another project like on the side. I haven't had enough time to put um, into it really. Yeah. Well, this is it. I mean, it does take time when you're doing it full time. Um, so you. So you've got a publisher. Um, yeah, um, they're based in Bath. They're called Wayland Bird, um, and they just they find my work on Thoughtful, which I've mentioned, which you just upload your cards to, and then they print for you. Um, so they find me on there, and then contacted me, and they said um, like we sell for Scribbler and like Paper Chase. And as soon as I saw the word Paper Chase, like because they're my favourite, um, like shop and everything I was like yes I'm gonna it's really good so it. did you so they found you and then approached you yeah. about your cards yeah, yeah so it's great so they like print them for me and everything and supply the envelopes and then they publish them to shops and things that's really cool yeah. and you've had have you had good feedback yeah I have I had like I wasn't like expecting to sell any I don't know why but um when I had my first thing back it was like 1,700 wow. that I sold so I was like really amazed. that's a really good number yeah I was amazed by that like it might not be in, like much to some people but I didn't I think I think that's incredible considering I, that you've not been doing it very long have you no I didn't think I didn't expect to get anything from it really wow that's amazing good. That's really, really cool. Oh, well, congrats. I, I, I had no idea that you've done that many. That's, yeah. I think that's a really good number considering how long you've done it. <laughs> and I guess the more designs you do, the more you'll get a feel of what works and what yeah. you know what people go for. And, um, you know, I think, that's, I think that's really cool. Have you got a big seller? Is, that, is there what? You do them in packs, don't you? Um, do you yeah, do I don't, in, not in, I don't with the publisher. They're with um, in a shop called Crafted in Newport, where I'm from. Yeah. Um, I've only just recently done those and it was quite like hard work to get them out before Christmas. Um, so lots of like late nights and stuff. Yeah. Um, but they're out there now. Yeah, they're out there now. And with Whale and Bird, I'm, they do mugs and things and postcards as well. I've done a coaster design for them as nice. well. Nice. Recently. So. That's really cool. And so, so they've been good to work with. Yeah, they have been really good, yeah. And I'm looking at, I think next year I'm going to try and, I'm not just going to do greetings cards, I'm going to try and do like lots of other things maybe. Why not? I mean, I think companies like that, there's probably going to be a scope for you approaching them with some new thing yeah. that you've come up with and that you know if it, if it fits their remit then I think it's good to be suggestive with things like that if there's something new that you yeah, come definitely. up with that's really awesome I love it so like so we've got these are the Christmas cards right so we've got <laughs> actually you can tell us about the designs there's no point me reading them okay out. there is a story behind that one because one year my dad that cooks Christmas dinner forgot the pigs in blankets and oh. I, I think pigs in blankets are like it's they make the Christmas dinner yeah it's the most at the minute it seems to be the most celebrated part of it I have, you're not the only person I know who goes on about pigs yeah. in blankets <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought like this one's like a ransom note kind of thing with like jumbled letters I thought it'd be quite cool to have a little threat about forgetting the pigs in blankets <laughs> <laughs> forget the pigs in blankets and you're a goner yeah <laughs> <laughs> see that's going to be popular there's no doubt about it like that yeah. that's this is a everyone who eats meat at least loves the pigs in blankets. Yeah. Maybe not vegetarians. But <laughs> yeah, but you can't please subjects. you can't please everyone all the time. Or you could just go do sprouts in that yeah. case. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of hatred out there for sprouts, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then the one on the back is um, "Tis the season to be jolly, crossed out, um, broadcast poor." Yeah, it's the fa la 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 that did me when I first saw it. 
But it's so true because, I mean, as a freelancer, I'm, nine times out of ten I'm skint around this time of year because if you're not in the conversation in December, it's like, we'll yeah. see you in mid-Jan. Yeah. And so suddenly you've got this, like, four-week void of work and it's like, for fuck's sake, I've got to go and buy presents and there's always that pressure then of, like... I mean, not that I buy into that. I've got, I've, I'm quite lucky I've got a small family, so I have to buy about four presents. Yeah. But it is commercialised, isn't it? Of course it's commercialised. That was horribly like so. my theme, I think, around these Christmas cards was like commercialised Christmas. I yeah. Think, yeah. I'm not joking. I saw an advert the other day, and I can't remember which company it was, but it was a pre- Christmas present, very quickly followed by a little message saying, you can set up a payment plan if you can't afford it. Oh. And I was like, that's bad. That's yeah. dark. How about just educating your kids that it's not all about materialism yeah. and like... And people put money away all year, don't they? Like you'll see in like December the twenty sixth or something, like adverts for next yeah. Christmas to put money away. Oh, it's dark, isn't it? It's not about that. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. You know maybe I'm being naive because I don't have kids. Maybe it's a case of try telling <laughs> try telling kids they can't have an yeah. Xbox or whatever the latest thing. It's not Buzz Lightyear anymore, is it? Either no. <laughs> things have moved on. Yeah. <laughs> they all want iPads now. <laughs> um. This one has been doing the best. Um, I'm too lazy to buy presents, so here's and then insert some of money here, so you like fill in the gap kind of thing. It's just simple, but it's mean, a really good idea. Yeah, and then there was none for gift cards, so I know you needed the money, but here's a shit gift card for a shop you probably don't even like. <laughs> and I've had a few family members like say like, "Oh, but I bought you a gift card." <laughs> <laughs> This is the thing in it with these with these kind of edgier like card messages. You do risk like yeah. the wrath of of uh, loved ones. Yeah. So like now everyone knows I don't like gift cards, and then everyone thinks I have prickly legs probably. So. <laughs> yeah. This is the thing you see. It's like the stuff. This style of stuff. I um, there's a couple of people's work that I like that uh, do their own kind of take on these typographic messages. I've mentioned it before to you, but a friend of mine, Kyla who's based in New York, has done some different ones. And uh, I was chatting to her about this, and, uh, and some of them seem very like autobiographical. Yeah. So it's like definitely an extension of a personality. Yeah, and, and a lot of hers were about like dating gone wrong, basically. like She's got a fellow now, but I think she was in a position where she'd met all these like, eccentric characters yeah. and, and used that in her work. But anyone that knew Kyla, it didn't take much to assume that it was her. Yeah. And it wasn't always the case, but she said a lot of the time it was very much like the, her kind of teenage angsty self. Yeah, so it is putting yourself out there. I guess it's like musicians when they write songs and yeah. like they write them about like things that have happened, I guess. But then I've always said these are that these very personal things are often the things that connect with a large number of yeah. people. Because it might not be exactly what someone's experiencing, but they connect with that personable side of it. Yeah. Which is... I think it's great because like this is probably going to then generate conversations that you can have with other people mm-hmm. that just makes it a bit of an icebreaker. Yeah. Whether it's meeting new people or even for clients, you know, it's yeah. like they'll laugh. There's something there you can kind of talk about that, and then off you go. So you're going to carry on doing my designs? Um, definitely. I, I'm all geared up now for Valentine's Day because I think. No, I, I bet you could own Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, because I think it's like some of my cards are more aimed at that. I don't know why, but it just happens. So I've got like the. <laughs> I like the Will You Marry Me, which is cross say, and then it says, Be My Netflix Partner. That one's quite popular. <laughs> You've had, again, it's like, it goes back to what I said about your social. You have a good sense of pop culture, I think, as well. Yeah. But then um, if you show them to like some older people, they're like, What the hell is this? Like, so it's quite awkward like showing them to like older relatives yeah. and stuff. And Yeah, but like I said, it's like, I don't think you can please everyone all the time. No, so you, yeah. you, there's always going to be someone you eliminate from a certain yeah. thing. It's like when I did that stuff with Calm, it was very male-centric because their charity was the only one that focused on that kind of disproportionate stat that it's like three blokes take their own lives to every girl because of the whole male stigma thing, like boys don't cry and all the bullshit that goes with it. So I, knew, I, I always felt like, oh, God, I hope like people don't think I'm like, no, I'm not a raging sexist or anything like that. It was just <laughs> a very understated message, and I just thought as a guy who was in a position to do something about that, I thought it'd be a nice campaign to do. Uh, but so, you know, sometimes yeah. you just have to think, well... You know, can't make everyone happy, but then yeah, definitely. But what's not to say that you don't come across something that does just like become the go-to card? Yeah, you know, for the for the older generation, who knows? <laughs> and I really like. We've still got it on our shelf. I think uh, we're at that stage of life. Me and Laura now, like where everyone's either having kids or getting married, and it's yeah. like that the push push, one. yeah, <laughs> which is amazing. Tell us about that one. Um, that one is just like the card is just it just says like push <laughs> it's <laughs> like P 15 U's yeah. SH yeah that's then, an easier way to describe yeah. it yeah P 
Push. Congrats, you did it. Yeah. I love it. It's like it's such a different angle on having a kid yeah. like, celebrating that. <laughs> oh, I thought of a really funny one, but oh, I couldn't. Oh, I shouldn't even mention this. It's really bad. It M- was like mention it. May, <laughs> may the forceps be with you. <laughs> That's thought, amazing. No, I'm not going to do. I'm not going to do it. You do. You have to now because sort of, it's going to be out there, so someone will run with it. So I think you should. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's genius, though, because all my all my female mates are like they've all got a, definitely a portion of tomboy in them. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, my sense of humour is probably if it's like an old school girly girl, it's probably going to offend quite quick. Yeah. So it's like all the they're all a bit laddish. All the all the girls I end up becoming mates with in the best possible way. So that's why we get along, and um, I think they'd all love that. It's like it's just that it's the antithesis of what you're going to get in Clinton's. Yeah, you definitely. Know? Yeah. <laughs> But that's, that's what's great now. It's like, I don't know if those shops are struggling or what, but more and more now you've got things like Crafty Fox and like yeah. the, the, I mean, your stuff's, Laura and I, it was Laura actually who spotted your cards in Brave Girl, a little shop in Crystal Palace, um, just up the road. Laura's got some of her Robin cards in there for Christmas and um, it's great. All these, like Scribbler you mentioned, that's another one yeah. where they're doing something different. It's like, when I was growing up in the mid-90s, it was Clinton's or supermarkets, yeah. you know? And I think Card Factory are actually doing quite well at, um, like, making... Their new card designs are really nice and everything, and they've got some funny ones as well. Yeah. Um, so they, they've, like, evolved quite well, I think. Yeah. Um, Have you thought about doing, like, clothing? No, I haven't, actually. Your stuff well, would be really... I think maybe, like, really... tote bags and things, but with that, there's quite, like, a high cost of... Yeah, like printing them and stuff. But I think you should do custom. I think you should do. I did that. I did some work for G Star Raw recently, and it's the first time I've ever done anything directly onto clothing. And I learned the hard way by getting Indian ink and emulsion on my jeans that it didn't come out. So I was like, the other guy was using um, fabric paints, proper ones. So I didn't think to do that. So I had these little tester pots of emulsion, yeah, a big brush and uh, an Indian ink. So if I picked the lighter shades of jeans and denim like jackets. I could work straight on with brushes and it, it was fully permanent. Like you put it through the washer as many times as yeah. you want and it doesn't come out. So you could totally like brush your type straight on. You could pick up like charity shop or thrift shop, the, the thrift shop, thrift shop garments and you could just go direct onto it cutting yeah. out production costs. I reckon you yeah, should I and like put them in like yeah. an Etsy store and I could totally see your stuff being like a really like sought after fashion item because it's got that feel about it. It's yeah, because really it is contemporary. simple as well so it could be... Mm. Or at least you should experiment and like do yeah. your own t-shirt and wear it about until yeah. people start asking about it. That's what I plan to do when I get a bit more time. I'm going to wear... Well, actually, if, if January is going to be as bleak as it's looking at the minute, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll have too much time but... I really should just go down like the local charity shop and get a load of blank t-shirts yeah. and things and just go nuts with like brushes and ink all over them and mm-hmm. see you know see if there's a market because everyone in the shop when I did them was like oh if I bring some stuff in will you do mine and I'm like you've got to pay me for that <laughs> <laughs> so you never know I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see just where your stuff can kind of bleed out from gift cards and, and go yeah um, I definitely want to do some gift wrap as well that's good um, yeah and some prints as well I think prints are a good like way of, I don't know, they're almost like the same design as a greetings card, but they make more money as well. Mm. Um, and they, I don't know, I'd like to do prints, definitely. That'd be cool. Have you had much in terms of um, random feedback? So like, have you been tagged in posts from people who found your card funny and shared yeah, it? Yeah, that's, and... that's the best thing is like, um, like people I have like on, a, on my following on Twitter and Instagram and stuff, do they just like tag me in my cards that they yeah. found like Laura did one, didn't she? Um, yeah. And that's like the best thing because like I obviously don't get to see them all around the UK and like half the time I don't even know where they are, yeah. like in what shop. So it's really good to like to see people. It's a huge buzz in it. I've, I've, I've had it with a book where yeah. someone's like, I don't know, I've taken a picture if it's turned up and they've put their coffee next to it or whatever. Like and surreal, I'm like, like <laughs> this is amazing. Someone I've never met is like reading my story and letting me know about it and that's what's that's one of the great things about social media and you can yeah. people can kind of let you know and that's yeah it's really exciting especially so soon after being out of uni i mean this is like probably dream stuff and when that happens yeah definitely which is amazing I'm yeah happy. so it's it's but it's cool because i always i mean that's that's why i'm interviewing you now it's like i didn't want i never wanted this show to be about oh i'll just go and get all the big names like the david Triglers and stuff because i like i i get just as excited about up and coming new people like yourself and doing something and it's like i see the potential in that so i'm like i like the idea that i can just hopefully push that a bit further and get a few new people looking at your stuff because i think it's good that you push people that 
I like new, like some people are quite pretentious with the area they work in and they're like, they don't want to help new newcomers mm. because they're a threat to them. But I think it's good that you're so open to helping people, I think. I wrote that in my which is notes. just Which has just reminded me when you said, what did you, to that point, you said I was the Princess Diana of illustration, which <laughs> absolutely ended me at the time. When did I say that as a week, was it? Yeah, it was like, I think Naomi had tagged me in something anyway, I said something, and Naomi cracks, and then, um, and then you comment. That was it, I put a post saying how, like, it's a really nice thing to have, like, students asking advice, and I've ended up becoming mates with them all. Mm-hmm. Anyway, something to that end, it was like, bit of a mushy star post and then, and then Naomi said something about her being kind and like helping other people out and then you went yeah like the princess Diana of illustration quickly followed up by that sounded better in my head once again yeah. <laughs> which but it really cracked me up and I saw Laura about it she was wetting herself really really funny and uh, I love that <laughs> but it is yeah it's, it's cool it's exciting time so what have you got any longer term ambitions? I mean, I know you're working full-time design now when you're doing this stuff. Are you just going to see where it all goes or have you got a plan? Have you got any bucket list clients? No, I don't really have, like, a plan. I'd love to, like, continue with this and, like, grow it more and more and things. Um, I need to get my website, like, shop up and running and things. But mm. I really don't know. I just like going with the flow of yeah. things and just seeing, like... I recommend it. I just as someone who strikes me as has got quite a naturally creative brain, I think you'll, you'll always, you're always going to be thinking of new ideas and things when you come across places and people. Yeah. And I think they just, I think things grab you at the right time and you, I think you've got an eye for it, so you'll probably see it when the opportunities arise, yeah. so... With my career, I'm, like, free-flowing, but, like, I have a life plan, like, actually written down. Really? <laughs> yeah. like me and Josh have written down, like, a 10-year plan. That's how organised we are. That's sweet. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that, I've done it. Yeah. I think I've drawn it before. I did this... I did this um, it was like a funding thing after uni. I, I was totally skimped on my overdraft. Couldn't afford a computer to get started. And I applied to get on this grant initiative, so I had to do six weeks of business planning. And it was really good, actually, it was really eye-opening. At first, I was like, oh, God, I've got to write a business plan. But it was fine, and it made me think about things that I hadn't really considered, that I needed to consider. And at the end of it, um, they said one of the th- a really good thing to do is just get a big sheet of paper and draw what you see yourself in, like, five or ten yeah. years. So, like, you know, draw the, like, kid-style the drawing but actually really quite cool and it was like yeah. well I want a house that's that big and I want to be like that. and all these people who you know the people you wanted around it makes you realise how fast time goes though like in yeah. how, how little time yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so I don't know who knows but it's exciting times I think yeah. and um, I'm loving your brand and everything at the minute so thank you yeah I hope everyone else does who listens to it and I can't wait to see where it's going to go so I'm going to ask you the shark in the tank questions now uh, love and a hate, and it's it can be anything. I, I, it's very loosely kind of pinned somewhere in the creative industries, but to be honest, the more lateral the answer, the better. So, okay, what a love and a hate. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> does it have to be creative? No, not really. I, I mean, it's it's very tenuous. It's an open-ended question, and I love the answers I get from people. So I just like putting people on the spot. Oh, no, I hate being on the spot. <laughs> Everyone does. And um, I always have to go and edit out with like a big period of silence when it gets to this bit. <laughs> um, grand designs. <laughs> Kevin McLeod, definitely. Um, Good answer. Hate. Um, oh, my God, I don't know. Can it be like a fear? It can be anything at all. Okay. I have like a massive fear of like being chased. Like that's really te- like yeah. If people like run up the stairs, if I'm like running up the stairs or someone's behind me, I'm like I proper leg it. I hate it. Really? Yeah, it's really creepy. Yeah. <laughs> They're amazing answers. I love it. I love doing this bit at the end. I always get the weirdest answers. One of my favourites was a lady called Mariana Pastana, who was a curator at the V&A. It's Portuguese last. She's like really smart and really amazing work talking about all these high-tech projects 3d printing designing society all this like the conversation was like really engaging and at the end i hate was english weather <laughs> it I doesn't hate english yeah exactly it's amazing uh, and last of all where can people find you and check out your work not chase you find you okay, yeah. <laughs> um i'm on etsy as I should have I should have looked this up. Um, <laughs> oh my god, I should know this. It's all right. <laughs>
Hang on. And your website, what, dorkfeatures.co.uk? Yeah, dorkfeatures.co.uk. Um, and from there you can find my Etsy, because the Etsy link is quite like a long, awkward one. Um, I'm on thoughtful.co.uk, like selling like through them, and Whale and Burden on Scribbler's website as well. Cool. Um, but I'm doing the packs on my Etsy as well. So Nice. Yeah. And you really should get some of these cards. They're awesome. <laughs> and is thoughtful spelled differently is it S um, is it yeah T-H-O-R-T-F-U-L cool brilliant nice one cheers Lauren thanks to Lauren for having me uh, in Newport to record the show I stayed over I dropped on her sofa her and her fellow Josh's place in Newport and it was just a good laugh we went out and had some beers locally went to some cool pubs and that's what I really love about this industry, you know, it's like the personable side of it and how many friends I make for doing the work, especially this show. So let us know your thoughts. If you enjoyed the show, hit us up at Arrest or Mimics on the Twitter. If you didn't, tell me it's shit and tell me why and we'll try and improve it. Get some suggestions over. Let me know who you want to hear next year and tell me if you want to be on the show and if you're doing an exciting project, then I'll definitely consider it. So keep doing it. Keep the conversation going. Um, make sure you go and check out Lauren's work. She's absolutely fantastic and really going places, in my opinion. Uh, really cool girl and and keeps on just doing tremendous stuff um also go and check out the association of illustrators who've recently been supporting and shouting about the show they're doing a great job of sharing it and the entries are now open for the world illustration awards which are run in conjunction with directory of illustration based in america so the aoi do loads of amazing work they do support for freelancers who need contractual advice pricing advice any legal queries answering for the membership fee which is peanuts you get a lot in return so go and check them out especially if you're an illustrator um but go and enter the awards it's pretty cheap as far as awards go, and they're really good. Got some strong categories this year, really good stuff. I'm sure there's going to be loads of competition, but it's well worth going in for. I'm yet to get anything in the in that awards, whether it was the old images or the new World Illustration Awards, and it frustrates me. <laughs> I'm joking. It's all good. Vast competition spread, so one of these days I might sneak in the back door. Who knows? I'm going to go off and enter right now, actually. I'm doing that this afternoon. It's on my to-do list. So thanks again for everyone's support in 2016. Thank you to my sponsors, illustrationweb.com, heartinternet.co.uk and printed.com. Some fantastic shows for you coming up next year, so stay with us. Get us followed on Twitter at Arrest Omimix. Uh, share the love, tell people about it, get us a review on iTunes. And thanks one more time for this year's support. It wouldn't be here without you. So cheers, guys. Really heartfelt thank you. It means a lot. Uh, for someone who really cares about the creative industries and tries to use this show as a way of strengthening and inspiring people and I hope it's doing that so thank you, take care, Merry Christmas and see you in 2017 coming back on the 3rd of January nice one guys, lots of love see you later